welcome to Deeply Rooted Online, where women encourage women by sharing scripture and stories of God at work. Welcome back, friends, to Deeply Rooted Depots, uh, where we seek to bring hope and encouragement from God's word each week. And I'm Esther Jennings, and I'm joined by Martha Muntz. And today we're resuming our interview with Esther Shenuda, our new friend who we met last week, and she shared some of her story of finding purpose in Christ. And so today she's going to continue where she left off. Um, so thank you, Esther, for allowing us to hear your story and for sharing your struggles and your victories in your journey of faith. Yeah, thank you guys so much for having me. Um, it's such a blessing to be able to share it. And um, yeah, I hope for anyone listening that this helps you in whatever place you find yourself uh, in your relationship with God. Mm, yes. So let's pick up where we left off last week. Uh, you shared your story of surrendering to Jesus. Uh, what song or were there any words that God used to speak to you? and guide you in the right direction where you finally began, began to live a surrendered life to Jesus. Yeah. Um, so kind of like I said in the last episode, after I came to that Psalm 32 surrender, um, and I was released from the weight and the guilt of my shame, um, as I was being transformed into a new creation, there was kind of like this renovation, you know, God does on the inside that manifests on the outside. Um, and I think that the main kind of two words I was hearing from God actually came to me through a song called Make Room. Mm -hmm. uh, and the lyrics of the song just kind of touch on the points of, you know, here is where I lay it down. Every burden, every crown, every lie and every doubt. And it's just, you know, kind of saying this key theme, this is my surrender. And so in the process, you know, through this, you know, past summer of, of really surrendering, God said, okay, Esther, I want you to make room for me. I want you to make room for me because before coming into this process, um, I had a lot of hopes and dreams and ambitions and a lot of plans. And I just remember that verse, um, I'm pretty sure it might be in um, I want to say it's in first Peter, but it's just not about being self-confident. Don't be mm -hmm. self-confident in the plans that you have um, because it's the Lord that directs yourself. It's sorry. It's actually from Proverbs. You know, the man makes many plans, but it's the Lord who directs his steps. And so I think that by making room for God, it required me to lay down every dream, every hope, you know, even just my relationships as well. You know, there were some relationships in my life where I really felt were leading me in a wrong direction. And coming into living this life for Jesus, maybe those relationships would have changed. Maybe those people may no longer would have wanted to hung out with me because we weren't doing the same things we used to do together. And so it was surrendering all of that and not being afraid to clear out this quote unquote room that I built for myself, um, but instead let God show up because he's the best designer. You know, he created the universe. He created us. He created us all individually and uniquely. And I just look at creation and I'm like, why am I trying to design my own life when the best designer could come in and design it the way he meant to? Um, so the key theme has just been to make room. Hmm. I love that song. Yeah. Uh, it just, uh, there's so much depth 
in the words of it for sure. Mm -hmm. Um, and so how has God declared victory over the fear that you had before coming into this year of university and what blessings or opportunities to serve his kingdom have you found? Um, and did he actually orchestrate and plant in your life as you accepted his call? Yeah, I really felt that before coming back into this school year, God put me in a preparation season. He put me in a season of sowing the seeds and not yet seeing the growth um, because that's what faith is. You know, faith, nothing challenges our faith quite like seeing nothing. Mm. Um, and so being in that season every day, just being consistent, you know, being in his word, being consistent in prayer, praying for a good Christian community, because before that, I didn't have that in my life. Mm -hmm. And, you know, while it's important to have our life surrendered to Jesus, we can't live this life if we're not in community with other believers, because a house can't stand if it's not unified. Mm. And so being able to um, just, you know, God really started to change my heart as I started to pray for these things, because that's where he was building my faith. You know, I was, you know, starting my, the desires of my heart were starting to change to want to serve his kingdom. So I started praying for how I could serve his kingdom. When the desires of my heart changed to want that Christian community, he started to, you know, use that in my time of prayer to pray for that Christian community. And so coming back to this year was quite like coming back to an empty room that has no decor in it. And you don't know what you're going to do. And maybe, you know, there's some kind of pressure to design it and decorate it. And just you can't it's because it's uncomfortable to sit in the emptiness. The emptiness is an uncomfortable point. But as I came back day by day, step by step, conversation by conversation with my Christian and non-Christian friends, he started to build this room and design this life. And just to clear victory, you know, at first I was shared, I was scared to tell my non-Christian friends, you know, I'm living my life differently now. I'm no longer going to engage in the things that once held me shackled and captive and bound. But through every step and through every conversation, he declared victory. Mm. And the fears that I thought, you know, the things the devil tried to make me think would happen if I had shared this with people, all of those things were a lie because the devil is a liar. And so being able to just courageously share uh, my faith and my journey with my friends uh, and also take out, take steps out in faith to seek out the Christian friends, to go to those events in that community, even though I didn't really know anybody yet. And he brought the right people in. He brought divine heavenly appointments and conversations and moments where I just knew that the girls that I was, you know, just meeting in these kind of just one off, like right before I would leave the event, you know, I'd run into someone and just have a conversation where the Holy Spirit would just show up. And I think that through that, he built this community. And I, the, the, the analogy I like to use is when I came back to Queens, you know, of course, like he started to build this community very rapidly for me. And he brought me back to the creation story in that because I thought, you know, how can God build this community in this life for me? in like so short amount of time when it took me like years to build these other relationships that I had in the past, like there's no way. But then he brought me back. He said, Esther, didn't I create the world in seven days? And that's kind of what he did, um, you know, coming back to this year and even just stepping into the role of leading a discipleship group uh, in the power to change ministry um, and leading it in my house and, and, you know, leading it in a place where I used to have those feelings of guilt and shame, but then he restored that and redeemed that and brought, you know, beautiful community and, and ministry into this place. So that's kind of just been a snapshot about how he's declared victory in those ways. 
Wow. Is all yeah. I can say. <laughs> <laughs> I think what I'm visualizing you doing is holding your hands open to God and basically yeah. saying, here I am, take me and use me. And I think he has done that. I think he has used you in such a powerful way already, even in here we are only at the beginning of your, your fourth year at Queens and look what he's already done. He's already established um, a role for you in this ministry where you are seeking to bless others with your story and with just encouraging them having this happening in your home. What a beautiful way of just blooming where you're planted and allowing the Lord to fill you and and use you for his glory mm -hmm. yeah and uh even with just the gift of worship you know this past i had always kind of sang and i had always kind of um you know done those things in school plays and you know i was a part of some youth group but i didn't really understand the heart of worship at that age because i just wasn't at the spiritual maturity to understand what worship was um but just even in that process of preparation you know one day, all of a sudden, I started thinking, you know, maybe God's calling me back to worship. And just one month after accepting that call, I was sporadically put on that stage, um, leading a live band for the first time in my life in front of all the Queen students I was afraid to ever share my story with, leading that song, Make Room. And I saw a new generation in that place rise up as they too felt called to make room for Jesus. And it's just incredible how God accelerates your path and he makes so clear what he wants you to do when you do accept his plan and you die to your own plan and you surrender your own plan and you make that room. I really love that, um, Esther. And your quote, I wrote it down, nothing challenges our faith like seeing nothing happening. We wonder where God is sometimes. And I've been studying the life of Jesus and we got talking about what about those 30 years that we don't really read much at all about. And I think of your story, how God prepared you, but you opened your heart and your hands like Esther J mentioned that you were making room. And the verse I thought of was in James. It says, draw near to God and he will draw near to you. And I think when we have those moments of or they could be more than moments. They can be years. They can be months or seasons where we don't see anything. God's preparing us. And we open if we open our hands and draw near to God, I, I just think that's what you've done. And now you are seeing how God has drawn near to you. That is so exciting. Yeah. And it, it's, it's been a journey every single day. Um, there's even, you know, some days, of course, you know, where, you know, it's just walking in obedience and knowing that's enough. Um, because at the end of the day, I know that, you know, God, God owes us nothing and we owe him everything. Um, so it's not even just living that obedient lifestyle in hopes that he's going to show up in hopes that he's going to make something miraculous happen, but just living and knowing that in this moment right now, I am fulfilled. Um, because I am being obedient and because I've already received the greatest gift and that's of new life in Jesus. So, um, yeah, yeah. It's just been living that out every day. You know what? I'm trying to remember where this passage is, but what is resonating in my mind is that verse, those that honor me, I will honor. 
Mm. And I'm hearing that through woven through your entire story Mm. is just being willing and open to listen and obey and honor what he's saying to you. And Mm. he rewards abundantly. I I think you've, you've shared that in your story that he rewards those who honor him. So thank you so much for that reminder that we are called, we are chosen. There's a purpose for us. Mm -hmm. Um, None of us is exempt when we accept Jesus. And so thank you, Esther, for sharing your willingness to just listen to his leading and we want to just bless you and pray a blessing over you as you are at Queens. And as you are in a place where there is opposition to the message of the gospel, and there is, um, a a heavy dark Mm -hmm. side as well, but you are shining as your name your name is means a star you are shining brightly for his glory there and so we're thankful for that so thank you for inspiring us thank you for sharing your story with us it it truly has been a blessing oh and then thank you guys it's such an honor to just um even just you know running into you guys after my baptism what a heavenly divine appointment that god set up so Yeah, thank you for engaging in such wonderful discussions about God's work. Oh, it's our privilege and pleasure. And so ladies, as you have listened, uh, we hope that you too have been challenged, inspired, um, and have a deep desire to just make room and be available for God to use you. And so until next week, stay deeply rooted in Jesus. Thanks for joining us at Deeply Rooted today. If God has been speaking to you and you want to connect with someone for prayer, email us at deeplyrooted at myharvestchurch.ca. Be sure to subscribe to this channel to receive notifications when new content is released. And finally, let's stay connected with one another and deeply rooted in Christ.